0: you guys hello hello i'm long the master
1: i'm tiffany walker
0: why don't we both have low voices you might ask because it's halloween it's halloween baby uh, we're yes. spookified right now we're spookified i'm so scary i'm rosie the riveter she's so scary ah ah feminism the same bit i can't i can't
1: i'm dressed as uh, oh. the gay son of uh satan just as scary. got a little huh feminism right yeah no that is i got a little uh white dress shirt on i got my eye makeup on i facetimed tiffany earlier guys and she was (laughs) one of the first things she said was you look scary
0: you did look scary so i forgot like we (laughs) were dressing up and i was like oh (laughs) you look horrifying you're not slept in days. <laughs> you good? But...
1: I'm sad I couldn't wear my uh, my devil horns, like, for uh, this recording. Oh, cause... you could have
0: wore it over top of your little... Over the headphones? Yeah, over the headphones. Like... <laughs> it's, looks like... So dumb. it's like over the hedge, but over the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> the over the hedge characters have a podcast. Oh, my Can God. Can you imagine?
1: The... That's basically us. I'm kind of like the squirrel from over the hedge.
0: You're so right. The, like... What does that make me? I don't... Um... Uh, t- it's our turtle. Yeah. Yes, I was yeah. going to say you're the
1: turtle. That's yeah. what you're good I have anxiety just turtle. like the turtle.
0: Matchers. <laughs> <Not yours. laughs> I love it. I love it oh too. Oh my
1: God. So <laughs> last week we talked about. I remembered uh, for uh, you. Yes, yes, yes. What is it? What this, is it? The train. The train. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> the great got.
1: train robbery of, I think, 1963. One of those yes. years,
0: you know. Yes. <laughs> I was just telling Logan how strange it is and how awesome that. I was watching a new episode of, the sh- like, the show on YouTube called Watcher, and they mm-hmm. had a train episode, and they ma- also made a bit about the Polar Express, and I was so excited.
1: Which gives way more reason for Ryan and Shane to please hit us up to collaborate. Hit
0: us up, my dudes. Please. It'd be such a fun time. I'm just saying.
1: No, it would be really fun. <laughs> I think, like, we've had stuff like that happen before. Like, wasn't there one week you and I released an episode... And then the next week, I think Buzzfeed Unsolved did the same exact case and we were like, yes. What?
0: I'm trying to think of is it La La Rona or was it a different one? I think was it it way might have earlier. Been,
1: I think it was like during like season like one before we were a podcast. I think it was Bella oh. and the Witch Elf. Oh wasn't it? yes.
0: That might be the was.
1: I was just like, What?
0: Like this That's is crazy. exciting.
1: I just oh. uh I love the kind of uh stuff we got going on mm-hmm. with that. And we're also Yes. Um, we would love to hear from you guys on our instagram we would. at the mystery files underscore, underscore. we're hoping <laughs> to do some more stuff that is uh I think we were talked about outside of um tr- just true crime and paranormal yeah like, trying to like dig into some other cryptic fun just because we really like doing this and
0: yes we I just want think... to keep our options completely open. Nothing yes. is too crazy.
1: <laughs> Nothing's too fun. crazy for us.
0: Yes. <laughs> and we have
1: something in the works coming soon. We do. Just keep your eye out. We're not
0: gonna just... keep your eye out for I don't Selena. Say too much. But, uh... <laughs> 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 just saying. Keep your eye out. Something crazy's coming Something's soon.
1: Coming. I'm very excited about yes. it. It's gonna uh, be a good time. Uh, I'm not gonna
0: give it too much away. But
1: I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Yes. This week it is Tiffany's turn for our Halloween episode, yes. which I'm, I'm going to release this on Halloween. By the way, Happy so Halloween! <laughs> All I love right, it. are you ready to get into it? Yes, drum roll, please. Okay, let me take a little sip oh, wait, of my I Red sip Bull. Too, I want to sip okay. too.
0: Wait, Red Bull sip. Um, um, clink. clink. Okay. <laughs> mm.
1: Mm. Delicious. I
0: got, I got really stressed. I know we're no longer like a radio show, but the idea of dead air makes me want to throw up. Like <laughs> no,
1: I know. If it's quiet for
0: a second, I'm like, Cole's going to come after us and murder us. He's these... going to
1: be like, oh my God, what is happening?
0: <laughs> He's on your podcast. You had two seconds of dead air. What were you doing? And I was like, that's I sipping my Red Bull. was
1: so scary. It like, no dead air it can ever
0: happen. <laughs> if there's dead air, it's dead air. Like I think there was one time I think
1: like during the radio show we had like a bath like you had to go to the bathroom or I did or something and you like ended up just talking for a while so you were like so
0: oh I remember <laughs> and I literally had nothing to talk about and I was like ah so the weather huh. <laughs> Good times. We don't have to worry about that now.
1: And we also are way over our original radio show time because it was like a thirty-five minute show. I do know and how our we episodes... were
0: stressed. Literally, I'm trying to keep it down. To our episode's an hour.
1: average an hour now.
0: <laughs> if they're mine, an hour twenty. If we're lucky. <laughs> I got to. I got to stop myself, and that's why I think it's only best if I get my drum roll now because All she's right. a long one. You Here ready? You Oh this week on the Mystery Files we'll be presenting the case of the mysteries of the Titanic. The Titanic. <laughs> the Titanic. Oh my god, I love I the Titanic. Know. Also, I would just like to say that we rescheduled like to do this episode. Mm. And the day that we were supposed to do this episode on, I was watching the Titanic. Mm. Cause it just so happened to be on TV.
1: There you go. When I was in
0: Nebraska.
1: <laughs> Nebraska, and I was like, "Oh
0: my gosh, it's meant to be that I have to do this case." Because I watched it in Nebraska when Aww. I should have been here doing the episode.
1: Well, that I can't believe that's another case. I'm like, how have we never done it before? I know. Wow. It's just about
0: mystery surrounding Miss Titanic, so I love it. So yes. let's shoot to the intro. So all this information is brought to you by History.com and RD.com. So here we go. Pivotal, wow, I'm already off to a rough start. (laughs) It's already
1: sinking like the ship.
0: (laughs) My, I'm sinking, guys. Oh, hi, Luna. Anyway, pivotal, wow, can I not say pivotal? Pivotal, pivotal. Pivotal pivotal (laughs) events, I'm going to stop saying that word. Have a way of it. wow, I can't read, Logan. Pivotal, pivotal, pivotal. pivotal. Is this a a sad word? Pivotal events (laughs) have a way of attracting harmful myths and conspiracy theories, and this is especially true when it comes to the Titanic disaster. The Titanic was a luxury British steamship that sank in the early hours of April fifteenth, 1912 after striking an iceberg, leading to the deaths of more than 1,500 passengers and crew. Everyone agrees that a luxury liner set sail on April tenth, 1912 and sank five days later, taking the lives of around 1,500 of the 2,223 aboard. But that's pretty much where the consensus ends. There are many things left unknown in the story of this unsinkable ship, and this is where many conspiracies arise. And yet, what really happened may always remain a mystery. So, wow. crazy. Crazy yeah, stuff.
1: I feel like the Titanic is definitely definitely in the world consensus maybe like Mm -hmm. definitely nationally to at least america um is like one of the biggest like conspiracy theories or most theorized type of ideas Mm -hmm. out there
0: like i genuinely think like this definitely happened it was a very like Mm -hmm. crazy tragedy but I do think there's a lot of things surrounding it that are just a little yeah, weird. Yeah, I've
1: heard a few things, so I'm excited to, like, hear, like, what in-depth, like, what some of the theories are in those ideas. Yes,
0: but first, let's get into the history of it a little bit. Let's let's start painting a picture to everyone around here. Are you ready? You
1: mean, like, one of your French girls? Uh, too soon,
0: too soon.
1: It's <laughs> too the soon movie. Too soon for a Titanic reference.
0: Too soon. Also, we have a really sweet uh, cat Uh, Along with us today. She wants to do the podcast with us. Yeah, she's sitting right beside me in my Red Bull. (laughs) She wants to tell the story of the history of the Titanic. So here we go. The Royal Mail Ship RMS Titanic was designed to be one of the greatest achievements of an era known as the Gilded Age. The transatlantic steamship business was intensely competitive as advances were made in ship design, size, and speed. White Star Line, one of the industry leaders, focused on size and elegance rather than just speed. In 1907, White Star Line's managing director, J. Bruce Ismay, and Lord James Perry, chairman of White Star Line's shipbuilder, Harland and Wolf, conceived of three magnificent steamships that would set a new standard for comfort, elegance, and safety. The first two were to be named Olympic and Titanic. So we got those two bad boys right there. Mm-hmm. And then the... Later name chosen by Ismay to convey a sense of overwhelming size and strength would then be named the Britannic. So we got Olympic, Titanic, and Britannic. There are three, three beauty ships. Just yes. name it Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> this boat's named Brittany. This one's Spears. And this one's Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Is that her name? <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears. Yes. God. Brought to you by Zoe One Hundred and One. Thank you. Titanic has inspired. <laughs> Countless books, articles, and films, including the lovely 1997 Titanic movie starring Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. And the ship's story has entered the public consciousness as a cautionary tale about the perils of human hubris. So, let's talk about the building of Miss RMS Titanic. So, the Titanic was the product of intense competition among rival shipping lines in the first half of the 20th century. In particular, the White Star line... Found itself in battle for steamship primacy with Cunard, a venerable British firm, with two standout ships that ranked among the most sophisticated and luxurious of their time. Cunard's began service in 1907 and quickly set a speed record for the fastest average speed during a transatlantic crossing. And that title was held for 22 years, so like this was the fastest ship. And wow. to get across the water, that was made for 22 years. Like, it held that title for 22 years.
1: Wow.
0: So, his other masterpiece, called the Lusitania, launched the same year and was la- lauded for spectacular interiors. Lusitania met its tragic end on May 7th, 1915, when a torpedo fired by a German U-boat sunk the ship, killing nearly 1,200 of the 1,959 people on board and precipitating the United States early into World War I.
1: Whoa, I didn't yeah. I didn't know there was like other ships involved that were like close to it. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: there are a lot of different ships that were set sail at this time. So like mm-hmm. a lot of the communication got kind of foggy between all these ships too. Wasn't
1: this like the the um beginning of like the idea that like um cruises and ships were like the way to go, like they were the places to be of yeah. luxury? Like it was and a stuff? very
0: luxurious thing. And also people to get place to place, this was like ah, and this they was like beautiful
1: quote-unquote like a fairly new concept right like a yeah. fairly new way to travel as like a citizen
0: mm-hmm. wow i feel like i'd be so scared to be on a boat like apart from the titanic i don't th- like i just don't think i'd be comfortable setting sail on some boat going somewhere
1: oh yeah i'm scared no. i'm scared of uh i'm scared of boats i'm scared of airplanes sometimes i'm scared in the car too I'm scared, I'm scared of, of trains all. now, too. I'm scared of trains. Oh, my God. I just realized you oh, were doing wait. a boat case and we did trains last That week.
0: is so funny. Trains,
1: planes, and automobiles and boats.
0: And boats. We can't forget <laughs> boats. So now we just have to find a story about a plane and an automobile. Mm-hmm. It's your time. Next time for sure. All oh, you.
1: <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I'll find a haunted plane. When I was on the plane, I was like, I was on a plane this past week, and I was terrified that I was going to get in an accident.
1: Bermuda Triangle, your way through it, like you're never Wait, heard of again?
0: Did, I don't think I got to tell you this, but I have a screenshot on my phone of my background, right? And for uh-huh. some reason, it has, like, it said, like, January 7th, and then <gasps> I had a random time. No. And I was, like, did I, like when I was in the sky, you I looked down traveled. at my phone. I took a screenshot, because I was like, what? Oh,
1: my, that's funky.
0: I mean, that might be a common thing, it just messes with your phone, but I was like, oh nope, this is you're the like, Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda,
1: The Bermuda Triangle's
0: in the Midwest. <laughs> like, this confirmed. is the end. This is the end. So... <laughs> I don't trust planes. In case you're curious, and I just know that I went to a little vortex, and that's fine. <laughs> Anywho, back to Miss uh, going across the water. Uh, the same year that Cunard unveiled its two magnificent liners, J. Bruce is made chief executive White Star discussed the construction of three large ships with William J. Pierre, chairman of the shipbuilding company, Harland and Wolf, part of a new Olympic class of liners. Each mm. ship would measure 882 feet in length and 92.5 feet at their broadest point, making them the largest of their time. Wow. So, yeah,
1: I was about to say, that's big. Yeah, they're making that's some big, big ship. boys. Big some, boy ships. Some
0: big boy ships. So, in March 1909, work began in the massive Harland and Wolf shipyard in Belfast, Ireland. On the second of these three ocean liners, Titanic and the continued non-stop for two years. So, on May 31st, 1911, Titanic's immense hull, the largest movable man-made object in the world at the time, made its way down the slipways and into the River Lagan in Belfast. More than 100,000 people attended the launching, which took just over a minute and, with- wow. that took just over a minute and went off without a hitch. So, like... It was doing pretty good on its, like, Mm -hmm. first initial little thing right there. Mm -hmm. So, the hull was immediately towed to a mammoth fitting out dock where thousands of workers would spend most of the next year building the ship's decks, constructing her lavish interiors, and installing the 29 giant boilers that would power her two main steam engines. So, like, she's huge, huge.
1: Like, she needs two steam engines just to function. Yeah,
0: she's got two wow. main steam engines. She's got a bunch of different boilers to, like, keep her running. Does
1: that mean if even, like, one of the engines or one of the boilers went down, like, that ship just, like, wouldn't move? Like, because it, it needs it's part all it. that
0: mass? Yeah, like, it oh needs a God. lot of momentum to keep going. And, like, oh. I know this is, like, a ton of information, but, like, all of this leads into, like, different things that oh, caused... Oh, like,
1: theories of, like, how yes. everything came to be? Like, wow. you gotta
0: know kind of, like... This is how the ship was built, because this leads to this idea, and
1: okay, you'll see. Yeah, so, I like, see. this is a lot Given of Given the evidence info. and the clues, yeah. Yes, I no, gotta give you it It's all. interesting, too, though. Like, just, I didn't know that they had so many, like, different mm-hmm. functions going into just to move that big of a ship.
0: Yes. It's all so good. I am just so excited to be doing this case, because I used to be obsessed with the Titanic. Really? In, like, third and fourth grade, and there was this oh, one point wait. we had to do an entire, like, Lesson on it in school, and we all Ooh. had to be like different people on the Titanic. And like at the end of the lesson, we got to see who lived.
1: No, that's so messed <laughs> it's up. It's really
0: sad. But I lived with my three kids. I don't remember their names, but I survived.
1: <laughs> the public school system <laughs> yeah. is so weird. I know. They're
0: like, oh, like they would give you an envelope, and you would see like your name, you, your family's you name. Or not? Well, you wouldn't get to find out yet. Like, what? You would get your name, and then we the did a bunch of activities. Pit? I think she just like gave us all envelopes with names on them, and so we Were would be that favorite? person. Were you she she's
1: like, "All right." She's like,
0: ah, "I'll let her live with her three kids." <laughs> I think my husband died though. That's but
1: scary. Ah. that's scary. Going back home, like, "Mommy, mommy, guess what? I played Titanic today. And my lived... husband
0: and kids perish. <laughs> What's the? My thing? husband and my best friend died. <laughs> that's so <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> We also got to make tin foil boats and see if like, we could let them <laughs> sink. Like put pennies and see if our boat actually like stayed up.
1: My sister actually did that like really? two days ago. She had to like make like boats Aww. and stuff, and she was like, mine was the only one that stayed up. Everyone else is like sunk. Maybe she should
0: have built the Titanic. <laughs> She would have had better luck, honestly. Oh, my God. (laughs) But anyway, let's let's get back into it. So we're just going to talk about a little bit of the accommodations on the ship because Mm. it all leads. It all leads to the goodness. So the accommodations aboard the Titanic were considered the most modern and luxurious of any ocean liner, and it included electric light and heat in every room, electric elevators, a swimming pool, a squash court, a Turkish bath, a gymnasium. I know a Turkish bath. A gymnasium with a mechanical horse and camel to keep riders fit, and staterooms and first-class facilities to rival the best hotels. So they, like, had the best of everything in this thing.
1: Oh, were they thinking that people would stay at, like, other, like, hotels or something, like, when they docked somewhere? Is that, is that well what they just wanted too. to compete
0: with best hotels because they wanted rich people to get on these boats get on
1: these boats and like not yeah. be like oh if we're going to this area like we'll yeah. stay somewhere else and just be like why don't we just stay on the boat
0: like it all just oh, makes okay. sense because some people obviously would travel like just different ways but i feel like a lot of people would, like go to like america and like this was their way to get to america wow. so like they wanted to do it in class because i think there were other ships taking people but wow they wanted this Oh my goodness. I know, it's beautiful. So, first class passengers could glide down a six-story glass-domed grand staircase to enjoy the finest cuisine in the first class dining saloon that spanned the width of the ship. For those who desired a more intimate atmosphere, the Titanic would also offer the chic palm court and veranda restaurants and the festive cafe parisian the liner had two musical ensembles rather than the standard one and two libraries first and second class so it's got libraries,
1: just like the disney cruise
0: line (laughs) see people go on disney cruises i'm afraid for you also (laughs) i don't think you should be able to swim on a boat that's just my personal and humble opinion why would you want to swim on something that's in the water doesn't that seem strange to you
1: uh, that's a good point, but, like, I feel like once you want to be in the water, you be like, oh, I'm swimming in the ocean, even though you're not in the ocean. Have mm-hmm. you seen the ones where, like, they, they have, like, the the tube slides on the yes. side of the boat? Or, those wait, are scary.
0: Are they, like, the ones you can go, like, water skiing down? Yes. That's those so things, scary. Those are terrifying. What if, like, you get too much too much height and you just fly right off the boat? Right into the Atlantic. Yeah, right into the Atlantic. <laughs> no thanks, sister. I'm not a fan.
1: <laughs> a kraken just comes up and just, like, swipes him down.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like the listen, the alligator from Peter Pan comes yes, up. Yes. He goes, chop, <laughs> chop. And you can hear the little ticking in him.
1: We should do a podcast on a cruise line. We should go on a cruise. I went like... on, I
0: don't know if I told you, I went on that haunted cruise uh, for, uh, what the heck is it called? Gateway Clipper. Oh, how was it? Uh, there's a lot of drunk people.
1: Mm, that but was also,
0: it. But also... Also, some of the stories, I feel like they could have done some more paranormal stuff. Also, they didn't talk about the witch, the Monongahela, so I was really upset. Ugh. Oh. Unless I just missed it because people were loud, But also, I don't think they did.
1: You should have just like, been like, hey, I'm going to like rewrite some of your stories. I'm Here's my rewrite. notes.
0: Like, some of them I'm just like, okay. I would like a partial
1: refund. Here's partial my
0: notes. Re- <laughs> partial refund. Partial <laughs> refund, please. I'll give you some fun little mysteries. Pittsburgh. <laughs> thank you very much. But yes, I was on a boat recently. It didn't sink. Thank God. So... Uh, Even the third class or steerage cabins were more luxurious than the first cabin, first class cabins on other steamships, and boasted amenities like indoor toilet facilities that some of the Titanic's emergent passengers had not enjoyed in their own own homes. So, people are enjoying the the bathrooms on the boat, (laughs) which also (laughs) is strange. These
1: bathrooms are insane!
0: (laughs) Insane, man! (laughs) These bathrooms, ten out
1: of ten. Guys, we got to go on the Titanic. They have the
0: Best bathroom. I don't like the idea of like where's where's the bathroomness going? Where's it going? Same with planes. Where's it going? <laughs> yeah. That's where's a great it going? Point. That's a great. Like point. when you're on a plane and you go to the bathroom, like does it just fly out of the plane when you flush? Because... We had
1: we had a rule, um <laughs> did you ever have to be on like one of those like charter buses and stuff for long periods of time? <laughs>
0: Uh, maybe twice. I think twice.
1: When I was in band, the one rule <laughs> is, is that you were not allowed to like poop
0: in the <laughs> charter bus. It was like you would get ostracized if uh, you pooped on the charter well, bus. Well, I think... For buses, does it work the same way like an RV does? Like, you have to stop at a certain, like, site and, like, pump it out? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. literally, like... So it just sits in in the bus. Like,
1: everyone in the band was, like, it was just, like, a social thing that was, like, if you use it to go number two, you are cut. You're you're shunned. Like, Like, I remember (laughs) one person on our drumline did it, and we all Uh. were, like, glaring at him. And we were, like, what did you do in there? Because if you're in there for more than, like, a couple (laughs) minutes, everyone's going to be, like...
0: Mm-mm. What's going on? <laughs> They're here? judging you harshly. My gosh, poor little oh bus. My God. Planes could never. Just saying. <laughs> Titanic could never. <laughs> she may have sunk, but did she really sink? That low? <laughs> Don't think so. So, speaking of sinkable, unsinkable Titanic's fatal <laughs> flaws, here we go. According to some hypotheses, hypothesis 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 we're gonna say it like that judge (laughs) us do it i dare you titanic was doomed from the start by design that many lauded as state of the art the olympic class ships featured a double bottom and 15 watertight bulkhead compartments equipped with electric watertight doors that could be operated individually or simultaneously by a switch of the bridge
1: okay
0: yeah so they got okay. all this stuff it was these watertight bulkheads that inspired shipbuilder magazine in a special issue devoted to the olympic liners to deem them practically unsinkable so like mm. the fact that they had all of these made it so they were that's quote, why unsinkable. they like quote,
1: that's why like the marketing for it was the unsinkable ship
0: yeah wow but like was it but the other t- the watertight. was it
1: like you're questioning
0: <laughs> was it i think we know what happened but the watertight compartment design contained a flaw that was a critical factor in Titanic's sinking while the individual bulkheads were indeed watertight the walls separating the bulkheads extended only a few feet above the water line so water could pour from one compartment into another especially if the ship began to list or pitch forward the second critical safety lapse that contributed to the loss of so many lives was the inadequate number of lifeboats carried on the Titanic. A mere 16 boats plus four Engelhart collapsibles could accommodate just 1,178 people. Titanic could carry up to 2,435 passengers, and a crew of approximately 900 brought her capacity to more than 3,300 people. So they literally only had enough lifeboats for 1,178 people and had. 3,300 people on there. So
1: not, like, half. Not like, even. Like, yeah. just under half.
0: They wow. went, yeah, we're just gonna put this. Everyone else can just die, I guess. Like,
1: oh my god. Well, even like, if probably... you thought. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Like, why would you not think to have double of that or, like, something. Or just, like, not have that many people on the ship to begin with. Like, like maximize just to the safety precautions. That's such
0: a liability. Like, why would you even want to chance that? Yeah, like, why would you
1: want to Wow, yeah. I didn't even Wow. I didn't even think That's, like,
0: putting only, like, on planes, how they have like the air masks. Like, I only put it on one side of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, the rest of you can just can you die. Imagine I guess. like
1: the things come flying down, and it's just like on the right side of the plane, yeah. the left side is just like, oh, Okay, sucks, guess I'm sucks. dying
0: now. <laughs> like, oh what are they God. supposed to do? Yeah. So, Obviously, that's a huge issue. And then as a result, even if the lifeboats were loaded to full capacity during emergency evacuation, there were available seats for only one-third of those on board. It's not even a half, a third of so those on board. So it's a third. Board.
1: Oh, my yeah. goodness.
0: So while unthinkably inadequate today's standards, Titanic's supply of lifeboats actually exceeded the British Board of Trade's requirements. Really? So it exceeded...
1: They were like doing well. They were like, yeah. They
0: said, "You guys are doing so great. Good job on safety precautions." My gosh. I like
1: wonder if like this case also like this tragedy ended up like making the new safety precautions of like, yeah, maybe you should have enough like emergency lifeboats for everyone on your ship.
0: Well, also they very clearly at that time probably weren't focused on safety. Like they weren't even thinking, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. this could sink because they took quote extra precautions Mm -hmm. to make like the underneath a safer unsinkable type of yeah. shit but i'm like why would we even chance it though
1: well like even even then though like yeah. things can still go wrong like that has nothing to do with it sinking like yeah it could catch on fire there could be an emergency with
0: mm-hmm. someone
1: on there like what if yeah. it was gonna get like i don't know jacked up by pirates you know <laughs> what
0: if pirates came
1: <laughs> what if pirates came i just uh
0: of course. I don't trust nobody. So <laughs> let's get to Titanic and her sailing. You know, let's get to when she set sail, because then the mysteries come, right? Ooh, okay. So let's tell her a little story. Titanic's departure from Southampton on April 10th was not without some oddities. A small coal fire. You got fire. You said <gasps> fire. So a small coal fire was discovered in one of her bunkers, an alarming but not uncommon occurrence of steamships of the day. Stoker's hosed down the smoldering coal and shoveled it aside to reach the base of the blaze after assessing the situation the captain and chief engineer concluded that it was unlikely it had caused any damage that could affect the whole structure and the stokers were ordered to continue controlling the fire at sea so like it was still just on fire uh, like
1: it was still yeah like, they on were fire just like while they were sailing yeah like, they oh, were just whatever. like controlling
0: it they're like uh oh, we can take care of it oh my god and like obviously it's just burning the whole structure It's fine. Wow. So, like, it's already... On its main voyage, it's already going through some stuff.
1: And this was, like, the... This is in the same timeline of when it sank.
0: Yeah, well, this is... I think this is, it took 10 days, maybe it was out for 10 days. This is, like, the day it set sail, I'm pretty sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so she starts going up in a blaze. According to a theory put forth by a small number of Titanic experts, the fire became uncontrollable after the shift left Southampton. So, like, right after it left, it became uncontrollable. Forcing the crew to attempt a full-speed crossing. Moving at such a fast pace, they were unable to avoid the fatal collision with an iceberg. So, that's probably why they couldn't stop.
1: Wow. The I, I didn't know that actually. But, mm-hmm. but like I also just like had this thought like why did you not think a fire would happen with moving a ship that 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 heavy. Like yeah. with that many people, that many tons and that much mm-hmm. mass. How did you not think it was going to cause a rupture to cause a fire. Yeah.
0: Well, also like, we talked about it, how they had so many different areas that they were lighting all these like fires and yeah, like, all the like, coal and burner places. Why did they not places. think that yeah. could
1: happen on sailing and still be like, this is fine and just keep yeah. going.
0: And I'm sure a lot of people might've died in that, like died down there just in general, because they there were people working down there just for that, who worked in that heat all day, just trying to make oh sure that God, boat was running. Yeah.
1: Like that would make you feel sick. Yeah. Like That's I'm just, sure. That's just crazy to me. Like, like they should have stopped just then and cut their losses. Yeah, like, that's
0: wow. like the amount of lives he would save. Like, stupid. that's also like
1: that's also like chilling in a way too. That this like giant fire is going on, and all these passengers on the top have no idea. Yeah,
0: well, even the people like, that's like scary. all the different decks, no one knew except for the people obviously below. And like I oblivious think said to the it the chief, not the chief, whatever the heck he's called. That's
1: yeah, that's terrifying. That's
0: horrifying. And the fact that he was like, "Yeah, they'll get it under control. Let's keep let's keep going." Mm-mm. let's go all the way across the water with our boat on fire that's safe Mm-mm. so another unsettling event took place when titanic left southampton dock as she got underway she narrowly escaped a collision with the america line ss new york so she almost hit another boat
1: <laughs> so they're two for two right now in like mistakes
0: <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah she's going through it all so superstitious titanic buffs sometimes point to this as the worst kind of omen for a ship departing on her maiden voyage so like that was, like, a bad omen. Like, you almost hit the America oh, Line SS like, new that's, York. like, a
1: thing known amongst ships. Like, yeah, if you I hit another so. ship, it's a bad omen. Yeah,
0: like, or almost, Whoa. like, that's a bad omen. And, like, obviously, oh, that's on crazy. her maiden voyage, it was not good.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> good to know. I'm, I'm happy to know boat lore and culture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> boat lore. <laughs> so. <But> lore. <laughs> <laughs> the lore lore <laughs> Taylor Swift's new album, oh. Boat Lore, streaming on all platforms. <laughs> So, on April 14th, after four days of uneventful sailing, Titanic received uh, sporadic reports of ice from other ships, but she was sailing on calm seas under a moonless, clear sky. So, like, they were getting all these reports, like, hey, it's icy, be careful, like, don't do anything stupid. So, at about 11.30 p.m., a lookout saw an iceberg coming out of a slight haze dead ahead, then rang the warning bell and telephoned the bridge. The engines were quickly reversed and the ship was turned sharply instead of making direct impact. So like she turned but like obviously she did end up didn't appear. Didn't
1: turn as far as it could not to hit. Yeah,
0: it. also it was probably a very big chunk of ice too. So
1: Yeah. So it's like it was almost like too late then? Like yeah. it was like at that point
0: Like, it says, like, Titanic seemed to graze along the side of that berg. So, instead of, like, it could have just done damage in the front. She could have hit it straight on. But since they turned so abruptly and so quick, it literally just, like, slit the whole side, basically. Really? I didn't
1: know that. Like, it just,
0: grazed along the side of the iceberg, sprinkling ice fragments on the forward deck. So, like, there was ice on the deck. Whoa, Because they hit it so hard. So, and then it says, sensing no collision, the lookouts were relieved. They're like, oh, we didn't hit it. We're fine. There's just ice on the deck. There's ice on the deck. They're like, like "Ah. not you hear the
1: screeching too that like
0: think. <laughs> Like I just it's, I can't believe it said sensing no collision. The lookouts were relieved. They had no idea that the iceberg had a jagged underwater spur. So also part of the issue was it wasn't necessarily a lot of the ice above. It was how like why the iceberg was underneath mm. that did all the damage so like they didn't see it hit but i'm like like you said you would have felt
1: you would have felt it you would like, have felt it a passenger it. had to like hear it or saw it or did something yeah like, or saw the ice i on would the tell boat. a crew member i'd be like hey um i don't know if you saw this but this giant thing of freaking ice just got it's, on our shuffleboard
0: deck all over the deck like, don't you see it Oh, people are so dumb. So, it actually slashed a 300-foot gash in the hull below the ship's waterline. How would you not know? How would you not know? Literally. Well, because I think how it worked was they put, like, lower, like, quote, lower class people Mm. on the lower, like, deck. Like, the lower deck. So, they probably didn't care as much because
1: they like, oh, whatever. They're, it's like, fine.
0: lower class, so people aren't, like, all the big people on the boat aren't really down there, except, Absolutely like, not. way, way below, where they had the people, like, firing up the oh my ship. God,
1: I didn't know they had, like, a class, like, level for the decks, yeah. too, like, on top of that. Everyone should just be
0: allowed to enjoy it I the know. same way. Like, it's also different, like, Gross. prices people paid yeah, and everything, still, though, but still, you, should,
1: you still don't... You paid a certain amount to do it. You should, yeah. like, be respectful and like, take care of your yeah. passengers. But
0: it was very clearly, like, a... Dang. classist thing very clearly but
1: I mean it was nineteen twelve. Nineteen
0: fifteen.
1: Nineteen fifteen, yeah. I
0: think. I'm telling the whole story and like, ah, it's one of those years. <laughs> we'll see. So I feel like all
1: our listeners are like, wow, they suck at history. Guys, for I a didn't look like
0: I majored in history. I I'm an art major uh, <laughs> movies buddy. Our
1: kids take on history podcasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. It's all you ever expected it to be. So by the time the captain toured the damaged areas with Harlan and Wolf, Thomas Andrews. Five compartments were already filling with seawater. So five of the compartments below the waterline were already filling with water when Mm. they finally went to go check it. So the... And the bow of the doomed ship was alarmingly pitched downward, allowing seawater to pour from one bulkhead into the neighboring compartment. So, like, she was starting to tip.
1: So it was, like, filling up, so it, like, made the boat heavier on one side. Yeah, wow. she started
0: going down. So Andrews did a quick calculation estimated estimate the Titanic might remain afloat for an hour and a half, perhaps slightly more. And at that point, the captain, who had already instructed the wireless operator to call for help, ordered the lifeboats to be loaded. So that's when, obviously, the whole situation where all the lifeboats, mm-hmm. they don't have enough. That whole situation.
1: Yeah. And then
0: after and all why that... that's they called
1: for help, i Yeah, they
0: called for help. <laughs> no one <Wow>. answered.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, like, far out into the water, aren't they? Like, yeah. Like, also near, like, the hazard zone that, like, other ships had warned them about. Yeah. So it already would be hard enough to, like, try to get in there without putting more people in harm's way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Like, it was just a really sad situation and i think like a lot of people already know the story that like a lot of it was women and children got to go on the lifeboats yes and men obviously men didn't last yeah until, like, like i think sometimes they made exceptions but mostly it was just yeah. men women not men yeah. women children family type thing yeah so all of that happened and obviously the titanic sinks so the ship's most illustrious passengers each respond to the circumstances with conduct that may become an integral part of the titanic legend is may the white star managing director helped load some of the boats and later stepped onto a collapsible as it was being lowered although no women or children were in the vicinity when he abandoned ship he would never live down the ignominy of surviving the disaster while so many others perished so like so he
1: thought about his own life and now he has regret that he's selfish
0: yeah like he was a jerk for not getting all of the boats that needed to be on there wow. and he just like escaped like a coward yeah he let everyone else sink i mean i'd like... feel
1: regret for that too even if like i didn't make it out of there alive like i'd feel regret so yeah like, that's a tragedy like
0: oh my like that's God. so sad and also the fact that he could was he had the luxury of being able to just get on one of these boats to yeah win. and not that's bring anyone not else
1: with him too it's not absolutely fair absolutely not
0: So Thomas Andrews, Titanic chief designer, was last seen in the first class smoking room staring blankly at a painting of a ship on a wall and Astor, deposited his wife Madeline into a lifeboat and remarking that she was pregnant, asked if he could accompany her, refused entry. He managed to kiss her goodbye just before the boat was lowered away. So even, like, crew members had to, like, say goodbye to their families and, like... Wow. Like, it's just sad. Like, they were all separated through all of this. Wow. So... Okay, oh, yeah, I
1: guess you would bring your family on to a cruise, because if you're yeah. going to be gone for, like, a long period of time, you want your family with you. Yeah. Wow, that's like, crazy. Like, I think he was the
0: designer, and then, like, he had brought his family on here. So, like, yeah. he had to say goodbye to his pregnant wife and just let her.
1: Wow. And, like, that's... her kid. <laughs> wow. I can imagine. Wow. Yeah.
0: But there's, like, a ton of different stories like that, and... Then, eventually, Titanic, nearly perpendicular with many of her lights still aglow, finally doped beneath the ocean's surface at about 2:28 a- a- a.m. on April 15, 1912. So it was 1912. Ah, ah, that's so right. So, throughout the morning, uh, canard Car- Carpathia, after receiving Titanic's distress call at midnight. So, Titanic did put out some distress calls, and finally... Mm, yeah there was an answer so titanic's distress call at midnight and steaming at full speed while dodging ice flows all night rounded up all of the lifeboats and Ooh. contained only 700 70, wow 705 survivors so like 105 so yeah. that's still
1: like that's crazy because mm-hmm. i think that still adds no weight that's not even one third that's like
0: that's there's like three
1: thousand people <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's like maybe like one six yeah possibly. possibly wow
0: like it they got literally 705 survivors of that wow so
1: yeah i like how you mentioned that they were like dodging all the icebergs because of course someone's gonna like come for help but it's gonna be like harder because yeah. they're in like such a high danger zone
0: mm-hmm. wow like it's all just rough so like all of that happened but then i just wanted to lead all of that up to all of the different mysteries so i'm going to now present all the different mysteries okay yeah but you needed all of that to truly understand yeah, the depth behind I understand. these
1: you needed to like get the background get the understand. gist of her
0: story so mm. this first little mystery is was it even the titanic was it the I've Titanic? i've heard of this one so, i've heard of this one people seem to love a good insurance fraud story so maybe it's unsurprising that this conspiracy theory is one of the titanic's most popular so as you you've heard mm-hmm. it so this one posits that someone switched the titanic and another white star line ship so it would have been the rms olympic instead But, as Paul Burns, Vice President and Curator of the Titanic Museum Attractions in Missouri and Tennessee points out, he says, It just doesn't make any sense. The theory starts with the fact that the Olympic was damaged while sailing from Southampton, England to New York in September 1911, and had to return to Harland and Wolfe's shipping yard in Belfast for repairs. The company repaired the olympic and it sailed to new york and back it returned to Belfast for more repairs in march 1912 and a few weeks before the the titanic set sail so it could have potentially been there at the time that titanic was supposed to set sail so the conspiracy theory claims that some person or people found the olympic too severely damaged to be profitable and so at some point they'd switched it with the titanic to purposefully ditch the damaged ship Reap the insurance money, and it seems kill a bunch of people in the process. There are a lot of holes in this theory, but one of the Mm -hmm. biggest is that the Titanic's insurance wasn't enough to cover the Olympics' loss. As J. Kent Layton writes in *Conspiracies at Seas, "quote the switch conspiracy founders quite literally on its financial merit alone." So that's like one of the biggest like conspiracy theories about it.
1: I I understand like all the holes like in the story because I do like feel. As though if it was supposed to be an insurance fraud thing, why would they put such a big amount of people on the ship just to, like, hurt them and, like, cause such tragedy? Like, why wouldn't they have insured that everyone could have gotten out of it safely. Yeah. Like being like, oh, for our first run, we're only going to be doing this many people. Mm-hmm. I have seen like that one, I don't know if it's edited or not, but I know it's been around on the internet. I know people have taken pictures of like the Titanic and the Olympic and they look very, oddly like, similar. Yeah, But I also could see how like if it's the same designer, mm-hmm. he would have very similar of ship. Like they all would be ship.
0: very similar. But I also want to know... Did the people who went on the Titanic or the Olympic, did they have to sign waivers? And, like, wouldn't mm. there be some sort of liability if all these people were to die?
1: Yeah. Like, like I, I'm, pre- like, pretty sure, like, there was a lot of liability that came up with something like this. Yeah. Because it was, like... Like, wouldn't these family insured... get money Yeah, like from this? I think you're right in saying that because it's, like more of a why would they want that to happen yeah because they would just be sued for more money than yeah. they'd be making off the insurance
0: like they wouldn't make it like it's exactly that so i don't yeah. necessarily believe this like even if it could have been this and they didn't necessarily think it even through. if they would
1: have done like a trial run with a hundred people or something and yeah. then like tanked it and it's like everyone got out safely we were doing a trial run get yeah the insurance money it just there's a lot of holes in this yeah. one yeah
0: and also the idea that they let so many people, like not so many people, but let people actually out of the ship, like have lifeboats to get people off. Yeah, like the people who lived are going to be suing big time. I, I just have for their a families. hard time
1: believing that they would want to make that much of a tragedy where only seven hundred and five people survive. Like that's just yeah. hard for me to like
0: yeah that. don't believe it but that's one of the biggest theories yeah I,
1: i've heard of that one before yes.
0: and then the next next one this one is very fun actually this one <laughs> what is a fun one this one's fun it says a mummy's curse doom the titanic oh and i'm like that's so cool i might have heard of this one too i don't know about it mm-hmm. but i feel like i've heard this. i've never heard of this one so i was excited. Go for so, it. One of the passengers who went down with the Titanic was named William Steed. He was a British editor who subscribed to the early 20th century spiritualism and had spent Ooh. the past several years claiming a cursed mummy was causing mysterious destruction and disaster in London. As with many other myths about Egyptian curses and, quote, Native American burial grounds, this mm. myth played off of colonists' anxiety about the people whose lands had been plundered. So on board the Titanic... Uh, steed happily repeated his tale of the mummy's curse to other passengers oh
1: no yeah so which angered
0: angered some spirits Mm -hmm. out there so after the ship sank a survivor recounted steed's story to the new york world and the media picked it up the next month the washington post ran this headline ghost of the titanic vengeance of hoodoo mummy followed man who wrote its story so, Burns says some people link the mummy's curse to Egyptian artifacts that survivor and hero Margaret Brown really did take with her on the Titanic to deliver to a museum in, D- in Denver. In other versions of the story, the mummy was actually aboard the Titanic because the British Museum had sold it to an American who was shipping it oh. home. So, but the truth is the so-called, quote, unlucky mummy is still at the British Museum and no mummy was ever loaded onto the ship.
1: Like, it never left. Like, there's no record of it disappearing. Can you imagine you're going to the museum to see it? Like,
0: hey, where is it? Where'd it go? (laughs) Where'd it go? Oh, yeah, they put on the Titanic.
1: I could see the idea, though, that, like, the spirits were, like, angry by that because we did, I did a whole episode based on curses of pharaohs. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, not even, like, if you just, like, abrupt or disrespect, like, that culture or like disrespect those types of artifacts of history like yeah. bad things do happen so like, i could i could in the sense of paranormal i could definitely mm-hmm. see that being a part of it
0: you're disturbing some spirits kind of making fun of them so they're mm-hmm. obviously going to do something to mess yeah. with the boat
1: and london would play, like like the united kingdom played like a big part in like a lot of the curse of the pharaoh stuff like it yeah. was, like a lot of the big archaeologists came from the uk mm-hmm. So I could see it. So
0: it just makes sense. So it was not an iceberg, not a curse, but the iceberg did sink the Titanic. So, but people do believe it was the curse. Some people do. Mm-hmm. I think I want to believe it's the curse. I could I think see it's it more playing fun. a
1: part in it. Yeah, like natural causes.
0: Yeah, natural causes, but the curse. So <laughs> this next one is interesting. So it said, "I wish it was." Why is there no alien one? <laughs> yeah. You're onto something there. I think that's the next. You can make one. Let's make one. Aliens did it, guys. Anyway, so this one is the ship's number red, no Pope backwards. So we'll get into what what that means. So (laughs) I know that's like a crazy one to throw out, but you'll understand soon. (gasps) I feel like I had a (laughs) stroke. You're like, what does that mean? So here it is. One myth posits that Catholic employees of Harland and Wolff, the Belfast company that built the Titanic were distressed that the ship's number, which was three nine oh nine oh four, seemed to say no pope when viewed in a mirror. So like if it was reflected in a mirror, it would say okay. no pope. Those numbers would look like no pope. So they were wondering, was this a sign of bad luck that foretold the ship's doom? So Obviously nope. This is what the person's saying. No, but the late Titanic historian Walter Lord wrote that he received letters from people in Ireland replaying the No Pope story beginning in the mid 1950s. Yet as Burns pointed out in his 1986 book The Night Lives On, there was no such number attached to the Titanic. So but it's just strange cuz people had this idea of No Pope. Do you think happening.
1: like it could be like uh like Mandela that kind it of It very well could be. Like... I remember the Titanic having numbers on the side and it's like, no set it. Yeah, and it's, like, no, it was never there. Or it, it could like, even be, like, it?
0: something spiritual messing with them, too. Mm. Like, they saw, like, no Pope, which was kind of, the like, idea of against like religion, perception. against, like, the yeah. Catholic Church. Like, just very evil type things also coming very, into play.
1: It could also very much be, like, people trying to, like, cope with the situation and, like, yeah. kind of making their own narrative of it to try mm-hmm. to, like, understand such a tragedy. I could see that being an option, too. Yeah. I could see all three being possible
0: mm-hmm. wow. so and then this next one is asking did a fire actually steal the ship's fate so a recent documentary offers credible evidence that the Titanic—so let's just call it that for argument's sake because some people think it's the olympic uh had been damaged by a coal fire which had been raging for three weeks before the ship even mm-hmm. set sail so the damage would have weakened the whole of the ship thus hastening the ship sinking when it collided to the iceberg yeah so a lot of people just say like mostly it was the fire
1: I mean, that... like, I, I I, can get into that because yeah. if it's unsinkable and, like, that iceberg screwed it up so bad, like, when you heat up metal, Like, it's going to be messed up. It's going to, like, be, like, if you get metal so hot and then it gets reacted, yeah. it's going to create a hole. Yeah. Which water will fall through. And mm-hmm. then, I think you said earlier, like, it was lopsided or something. Yeah. Like, it was heavier on one side because of the water coming through. Because the
0: water was weighing down one side. But yeah. also, like, it comes into play, the idea that they said it was unsinkable... Was because if they were to have hit an iceberg, like, back when the ship was, like, fine and dandy, mm-hmm. like, it would have been, quote, unsinkable. But the fact that the boat was heated up is what messes, messed it up in the inside. Mm-hmm. So the fire probably was the main reason.
1: Yeah, no, I can definitely see it playing a part of it. Like, the fire did not help at all when it hit the iceberg.
0: Like, yeah, it added to it. Yeah. Like, all of it was weakened. So that's 100% a big theory. That. And then this next one is, why was the captain speeding in the first place? Mm. So... For decades, people believed that Captain Smith was speeding through the iceberg-heavy waters of the North Atlantic because he wanted the Titanic to cross the Atlantic faster than her sister ship, the Olympic. But, in 2004, the Geological Society of America published an academic paper by engineer Robert H. Esenhy with a different theory. It claimed the real reason the uh, Titanic's captain was speeding was because the coal fire was uncontrollable, like, completely Hmm. uncontrollable that he had to, like, book it, (laughs) or else the whole entire ship was going to burst into flames.
1: Oh, wow. So,
0: did a full moon also have something to do with the Titanic's, like, crash? What? What moon? uh, A full moon. They just kind of threw out an extra theory in there. They have no explanation, but, like, did a full moon also have some sort of idea with the reason he was going so fast?
1: Like, cosmic, like...
0: Yeah, something with, like, the water and the... Moon oh, pulling. I forget the moon controls water. Because, <laughs> they were just including that in the idea, but I okay. I think it's a reasonable reason if he thinks the ship's going just... to literally burst into flames for him to be going so fast in icy water. Yeah, waters. but it just
1: makes me, it frustrates me because it's like if you know the ship's going down, like why don't you try to get to like a stop where you can get everyone off safely, like somehow? Like,
0: yeah. why just be like, oh, just rush the cruise? Like, it's like, huh? Your first issue, sir, is if you should have not went. To... On to sale if you literally. If knew it was on, on fire, fire for three weeks? It was on fire in the first place, sir. Oh my So gosh. why did you leave? Second off, <laughs> There's, there was no way he could have stopped anyway in the middle of the ocean because obviously right, right. they didn't have enough lifeboats in the first place. But it didn't yeah. help that you, they were literally sinking. They could have survived longer if the boat wasn't literally sinking.
1: Yeah, exactly. But they said, oh, it's fine. We'll, we'll still go He
0: They said, ah, uh, we'll speed in the icy waters with imagine, a fire. Like,
1: five minutes after he gets out there, he's like, you know what? Never mind. And then they back the engine back up to the dock. <laughs>
0: And they go, what, why? And he goes, oh, yeah, you're going to burn the The story fire. would have
1: ended very differently if they would have just taken that extra precaution. You know, if oh he cared. Gosh.
0: If he actually cared. Mm-hmm. So the next question here is, what caused the ship to break into two pieces? So if you're familiar with, like, how the Titanic, like, sunk, mm-hmm. half of it sunk, and then the weight kind of broke it. In half, essentially. Crazy. So, what caused this? On September 1985, oceanographer Robert Ballard discovered the wreckage 2.5 miles below the ocean surface, along with surprising news that the ship had broken in two before sinking. So, even before it sank... It was broken into two pieces, which is strange because uh, you would assume
1: it would fall immediately.
0: Yeah, or like as soon as it started to sink, like one side would get heavier and it'd sink that way. But before it sank, it broke into two pieces. I, I guess. can't
1: imagine being a passenger and seeing something like split down the. Like, like,
0: how does that happen? Wow. So, obviously, previously, everyone had thought that the ship sank intact after colliding with an iceberg while speeding recklessly through icy waters and. Bollard's discovery led to a new theory that the ship splitting into two pieces, which may have been the difference between life and death, was the result of design flaws and the skimping on quality materials by the owners and or builders. So not only was it the fault of like a fire or hitting. They didn't
1: make it stable enough in the middle. It wasn't stable enough in the first place.
0: (laughs) It unsinkable. Just wasn't unsinkable. It just wasn't made from stable materials. So, like... Oh, my God. But it's, like, so many tons. Why didn't you yeah. think to make it stable enough? So, literally nothing, anything could have happened. It was just that unstable. No and way. then another theory is, did a torpedo sink the Titanic? Which, this is kind of interesting. Oh. So, most believe the Titanic sank after hitting an iceberg on April 14th, and regardless of other con- contributing factors. Uh, but... Not everyone some think the Titanic was torpedoed by a German U-boat. This theory doesn't seem at all far-fetched, considering that three years in nineteen three years later in nineteen fifteen a German U-boat did sink a passenger ship. The Lusitania. Oh. However, it's possible that torpedo theorists are confusing the Titanic with the Lusitania. Mm-hmm. It's also possible that they're confusing their Titanic with the Olympic, which had sustained damage after colliding with a military vessel in 1911.
1: Oh, so it's like these other boats could have, like, made people's consensus. Think, yeah, didn't I hear, like, this happened with yeah. the Titanic? Yeah, made like
0: very oh, I likely. could see people
1: believing that, like especially like in like the nineteen twenties, probably I could see something yeah. like, "Yeah, a torpedo sunk the Titanic." You especially with like German
0: U boats and stuff. But still, the wow. presence of several other ships in the vicinity of the Titanic sinking leaves the question open. Mm-hmm. So, like because there were so many other ships setting sail around where the Titanic was, mm-hmm. it's likely that they could have been torpedoed by a oh. different ship, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is concerning. But that's oh a big goodness. one. And then this next. Uh, Little conspiracy, was there even an iceberg in the first place? So, assuming the Titanic didn't collide with and wasn't torpedoed by another ship, it's safe to believe that it hit an iceberg, right? Mm. Not necessarily. Professional mariner Captain L.M. Collins maintained that if the Titanic had hit an iceberg, it would have gone down in mere minutes. Instead, Collins and his followers believed Titanic must have hit a hidden flow of pack ice. Which is multi-year-old sheets of ice floating near the ocean surface, and that had made its way onto the Atlantic from the Arctic Ocean. Collins points out discrepancies in eyewitness accounts, which may have been due to various natural optical illusions, and if only the crew had binoculars, they could have seen this coming. Right.
1: So, oh, so they think like it wasn't an iceberg, but people misinterpret it as an iceberg,
0: yeah. Like it could have been oh. like different optical illusions. They said it might have been because it was like, up for an ice. hour and a
1: half after it hit it, yeah, before it completely sank.
0: Like it could have just hit like packed up ice that was on top, oh, I guess on the but water, but it wasn't an
1: iceberg, not
0: necessarily an iceberg oh. because it would make sense. Why did it take so long to sink, yeah? It does that doesn't make sense to me.
1: So, they're saying if it actually hit an iceberg, like down for the count. Right that in
0: yeah, that's what I'm assuming what they're saying because they said wow. it wouldn't have, it would have taken mere minutes for it to sink, Wow, which is an interesting idea, and then it leads to the question like why didn't the crew have binoculars? Why didn't yeah, the,
1: why didn't they have? At why all didn't they any have it? The
0: so surely, if the crew did have binoculars, they would have seen the danger in time to change course. But the mm. Titanic's entire supply of binoculars was locked away in a storage compartment, so it wasn't up where they could actually use it. They had it locked away. And crew members. Every you, time
1: we do a case, it's I'm like, like people are stupid thing idiots. after stupid thing. I'm
0: like, they did everything to not make this a safe. boat they're like duh but it'll be fine right won't happen to us oh we don't need lifeboats we don't need to stop a fire we don't need binoculars to keep us safe so a crew member who had been transferred off the ship just before it set sail had the key the crew member later claimed he quote forgot to hand over the key but did he forget did he (laughs) did he deliberately hold on to it and if so was it would it further the idea of like an insurance fraud, or was it something else entirely? Like, there's just different questions that come into play. Yeah. Like, why didn't he I could give see these you over? wanting to like
1: grill someone about like that? Like, yeah. how did you? How could you forget when there's like three thousand people's lives at
0: stake? Yeah. Like, like how do you, you just, just forget? Forgot? And yeah. like, that's your whole your whole thing is to have this key, to these yeah. things to keep you safe. Wow. But, and then this next idea was, if there was a warning, why didn't anyone take it seriously?
1: Why didn't anyone take it seriously? So, yeah.
0: even without binoculars, the Titanic might have had time to change course before its collision if someone had warned the crew. But here's the thing. Someone did warn the crew. An hour before the collision, a nearby ship, the SS Californian, had radioed to say that it had been stopped by, quote, dense field ice. However, the Titanic's radio operator, Jack Phillips, never conveyed the warning to Captain Smith, and some say Why? the message was deliberately conveyed as non-urgent. But we'll never know for sure since Phillips went down with the ship. So, like...
1: We'll never know, like, what his reason for it was. Like, why
0: didn't he tell anyone about it? Oh, my gosh. It? He was just like, eh, we I could need see, it. Uh,
1: I could see, like, why, like, just, like, human stupidity of why all these people have brushed off. Like, oh, like, it'll be fine. Like, my mistake or, like, me doing this won't cause any harm yeah but i understand why people think it is the insurance thing because there's just so many warnings and signs and things that they try to do yeah and then no one said anything
0: i'm just like
1: also you said that shit mentioned like kind of like sheets of ice and stuff that kind of adds the idea that it wasn't an iceberg to begin with like there were all these
0: different sheets of ice like so many people had warned like hey like it's very icy heading... out there. Be careful. You're heading towards the ice. Yeah. And the fact that they still kept going as quick as they were. Yeah. Like, no one decided to tell anyone about this.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm like, they're
0: so dumb. They're so dumb. It's always these people who are the reason things get so messy in the first place. Mm-hmm. So our next idea is... Did the Californian have something to do with it? So the other boat they had. The one that them. signaled
1: them in, like saying that something was awry.
0: Yeah. So this cruise liner was less than twenty kilometers away from where the Titanic sank. It sent a warning to the Titanic about the dangerously icy conditions, which may have been relayed as a non-urgent manner. Later, the Californian crew reportedly ignored the Titanic's distress signals, although they claimed they were not aware of these signals because their radio operator had quote gone off duty. So. Oh my God. Did the Californian and really not notice what was happening within plain view or did they just, like, choose to ignore it?
1: Did they... Yeah. Like,
0: they could have been part of the problem. Like, not saying they're part of the problem, but also they could have easily helped.
1: Yeah, but exactly. But they completely ignored. Could, but they ignored this other boat completely. Yeah, they yeah. could help. They could have even um probably taken more passengers, too, or something if they yeah. were making it away safely. Like,
0: I don't know. They like, could have saved so there's... many people so much quicker. Oh,
1: my gosh. But, like, honestly, like, I under... Not to be like, oh, I understand or something, but, like, if the person on the other ship didn't even say, like, oh, it's nothing to worry about, it's kind of like, if you're not asking for help, why didn't you? Like,
0: yeah, Like,
1: so they had, like, so many opportunities to aid and, like,
0: help, and they didn't. And they just didn't.
1: Oh, my goodness. They
0: just did it. So, now we're going to talk about the third ship, whatever this third ship is. So, the Californian may not have been the only ship that ignored the Titanic's distress signals. A Norwegian ship called the Samson may have been nearby as well. In fact, some believe the Samson was closer to the Titanic than the Californian, but also ignored her distress signals in order to avoid prosecution for illegal seal hunting. So these people were like illegally hunting seals on their boat. So
1: they didn't want to get caught. Yeah, they
0: were like, ah, well, if you help them, we might get caught. And I'm like, that's so messed up. You're literally letting people die because you don't want to get caught for hunting. That's crazy. Like, that's disgusting.
1: That's such like a conspiracy though. Yeah. Like just the idea of like we can't help because we'll all go down we'll for go it. Down,
0: yeah.
1: Oh my god. And like it is
0: a popular theory among defenders of the Californian's captain, but whether it actually remains true is a mystery. Mm-hmm. But people do believe Whoa. this. It's a big theory. And then we have one big idea here. Okay. So, did J.P. Morgan plan the whole thing? So, some who believe the Titanic took the place of the damaged Olympic blame financer, J.P. Morgan, who was one of the owners of the company that owned both ships. Morgan was one of the wealthiest people on the planet at the time. And he, on it. the planet. And he wielded considerable power. In addition, he was a last-minute no-show on the Titanic's sole voyage. So, like, he was like, eh, never mind, I'm not going to go. I don't know where. <laughs> so, why did Morgan and his oh, entire no. family, his entire family... Did not end up on the ship. Did he know what was going to happen? Did he plan it? And so then it comes to the idea of, like, was this a murder plot that he had planned? So some believe that the sinking had nothing to do with the insurance money, but rather that J.P. Morgan engineered the sinking to kill off his rivals, Jacob Astor, Isidor Strauss, and Benjamin Gunningheim, all of whom perished aboard Whoa. the ship. So the theory hinges on the fact that Morgan had originally planned to sail the Titanic, but changed his mind shortly before it took off. Yet it doesn't offer any explanation before for how he caused the ship to hit an iceberg and kill over 1,500 people, let alone the three men he supposedly intended to die.
1: So do you think, I, I could see someone being that corrupt. I think this is one of the only theories I'm like, yeah, I could see someone like, being that evil yeah like so do you think like it's possible he had no idea about the icebergs and stuff but did know that like he was planning on like blowing up those like boilers and causing those fires like
0: there could have been something along with that like maybe he knew it was already on fire and he was like "Mm, i'm out i'll see ya
1: yeah like Like, knowing the fate but just didn't warn them or like Wow! And it,
0: oh, wow! And now I have another idea. It could have even been something like combining the idea with the torpedo stuff. Yeah, like he could have had oh, connection like with someone Oh, like he had a
1: hand torpedo. with it. Whoa! You never
0: know. Like I don't know his connections or anything, but you never know. It could have so had some sort the of the iceberg.
1: Thing. Is just a crazy coincidence because I don't see how a person yeah. could make an iceberg.
0: Yeah, that doesn't seem happen.
1: Likely. Like I don't think you can make a natural cause happen. But I could yeah. see the torpedo, and then also like that on top. I could even see like him. Helping with the, like, the cruise, Mm -hmm. like, how, like, how the, like, uh, the route they were going to take. Yeah, the route. And knowing that it's a high volume of ice area. Mm -hmm. That is, I mean, it could
0: also go into play, like, maybe that guy that forgot the binocular, Mm -hmm. like, place key, the storage key. I feel like I've
1: heard of that before. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It could have all been a very elaborate setup that he was like, okay,
0: I'm taking this key or, like, just something specific with all of that. So they can't have a clear... I like highlight like, of what's happening.
1: I feel like I've heard of this guy before too. Like I think I've heard this story about like how like last minute he was like, "Never mind, me and my family aren't gonna go." Yeah, like I've heard so many stories of people who like were about to board and they were like, "I can't, I yeah. don't feel right."
0: And I'm like, trust your gut. Wow. <laughs> trust it, because there's, it's obviously telling you something mm-hmm. further than what you understand. Wow. But to top it off, the theory claims Morgan wanted to kill them because they opposed the creation of the idea of Federal Reserve. Even though mm-hmm. uh, Astor and Gunningheim didn't appear to have taken a position on it and Strauss actually supported it, alternative versions of the theory claim that Rothschild banking family or the just sweets, were the ones who arranged Astor, Strauss, and Gunningham's death on the Titanic. So they talked about how they were arranging this all. So as the Washington Post notes, uh, invoking the Rothschilds as international conspirators as a centuries-old anti-Semitic trope. So the Rothschild family founded banking houses across Europe in the 18 early 1800s, and they have been a favorite target of conspiracy theorists ever since. So mm. like this entire group of people has so many different conspiracies surrounding them. And then how did Morgan plan to pull off this plot? Neither the insurance theory nor the murder theory takes into account. Uh, what else would Morgan have needed to do in order to ensure his plan's success? So
1: I could see how they would feel like it could be like a lot of sloppy work. Like it'd be, need to be very detailed and like almost kinda like how like the train robbery from last weekend mm-hmm. it would have to be a very extremely detailed plan with an outline and an idea. And even then their plan didn't go exactly as planned. Yeah. Wow. it's just like
0: there's a lot of different elaborate things but also like going back to the idea i talked about like the key i'm wondering if that guy just like the guy who had the key i feel like he couldn't have conspired with him because he would have like known it, he was going to die
1: yeah i feel like it'd be good to know like who survived this like did he end yeah. up did the guy with the key end up surviving and did that add to like the thickened plot of like did the co-conspirators get mm-hmm. out okay
0: yeah Like, I want to know more about what actually happened here. So we have one more theory here just talking about the idea of why there weren't enough lifeboats to begin with. Okay. So, no matter what caused the Titanic to sink, such a massive loss of life could probably have been avoided if the ship had carried sufficient lifeboats for its passengers and crew, noteshistory.com. So then, why did the uber-luxury liner have only 20 lifeboats, which was the legal minimum? So they were literally carrying the legal minimum of, of lifeboats. So why did the ship's owner decide to ignore the recommendations to carry 50% more lifeboats? If the sinking were merely an insurance scam, how can the devastating lack of lifeboats be explained?
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mentioned that earlier. Like it just yeah. doesn't make sense. Does so
0: completely does yeah, not make sense. This seems to dovetail more than a murder plot, but it also could be nothing more than cost cutting on the part of the ship's owners. So it could literally be cost them trying, trying to save a quick buck in the end of the end of the day. Mm. But I'm like but
1: it ends up causing, like, such uh, terrible things. That's, yeah, like, you yeah. could they could have
0: saved a lot of lives if they weren't cutting corners in every single way. I'm like,
1: it's ridiculous. yeah.
0: So there's a lot of different conspiracies here, but... Wow. Um, while it has always been assumed that the ship sank as a result of the gash that caused the bulkhead compartments to flood, these various other theories have emerged over the decades to try to fill the answers in the unknown. So no matter what the truth is as to what really went down on the night of April 14, 1912... One thing is undeniable, and that is what happened in the North Atlantic waters to all of those who were aboard the RMS Titanic was an absolute tragedy that'll never be forgotten. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? What are your thoughts on this entire situation? Like do you think it was there's all these conspiracies? Do you think it was just genuinely they just hit an iceberg or I think like I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna do what I usually do, which is like logical. Yeah. Like very like logical and then kind of the more conspiracy side um believing. I think for the more logical, I do think it could be a lot of mistakes just being made overall. Like the person with the key, the cap, like the co-captain, thinking, "Oh, like it's not that big of a deal. Like it's isn't something to worry about." Just like so many safety things going wrong, like still taking off when there's a fire going on three weeks prior and stuff. I think it's just a lot of tragic mistakes made by a lot of stupidity. Honestly. I think that could really be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And then on the more conspiracy side, I don't think I agree with the insurance thing at all. I just it doesn't add up. Yeah, I, I agree. do think I could see the idea of JP Morgan though mm-hmm. taking down all these people and wanting to cause tragedy because like taking down like all those enemies or at least knowing about it. Like it's just yes. very strange he last minute pulled out. Like mm-hmm. did someone tell him? the ship was on fire already. Like, did he know things but didn't want the rest of these people to know it? Yes. Um, I do think that could be a very possible sign on the more conspiracy side of Mm -hmm. things. I think that one is a little more tight than some of the other ones that were presented.
0: And I do completely agree with the idea that J.P. Morgan, like, all of that stuff, like, I think that could be very true. Like, I don't know how conspiracy-ish I get into it, but Mm -hmm. I think at least the idea that, like, He He definitely he definitely knew something was up. And even if he did have something against like these three men, Mm -hmm. if he knew something was up, he still didn't tell them. Which leads me to believe he had an ill fate like meant for them. Like he didn't care if they lived or died. So obviously he -hmm. didn't care if they died in the first place. So he could have it could have been a whole murder plot, death conspiracy with those people. Yeah. But I believe he knew what was happening. I believe he knew there was a fire that was like damaging the whole of the ship. And obviously, all of the issues with people not being able to see the ice, like, I think mm-hmm. it all just leads to what happened here. And what happened here, actually, it was a whole true thing. People died. Like, I believe that. It's,
1: like, a real thing that yeah. happened. And I, could, I do see, like, I do see how someone could be that evil, I guess. Yes. Like, that in that sense of, like, I'm not going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see that being very possible. Yes. It's just, I do think it was a lot of stupidity, too, which is just... Is crazy, but I do think it leaves a lot of mystery still to be desired and why did they not stop with the fire? Why didn't they break like just like and also the loose material things. You said they made them out of like not sufficient material. Yeah, like Like, it just
0: wasn't anything substantial. And like even if we went to the idea that it could have been the Olympic ship, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be an insurance thing. They could have literally just put the Olympic ship there in place. And like yeah. that could even lead to the, also just the idea that why this but ship was as
1: the Titanic. Yeah, like, why it
0: was so doomed in the first place? Because that yeah. ship had its own issues.
1: I feel like this case just gives up such like a big mystery of like the just literally the word why. Yeah, just there's so many whys I want to
0: know. Like out there's of so it. many conspiracies surrounding it because this entire everything that happened here is a complete mystery. Like why mm. did any of this happen in the first place? Yeah, none of this had to happen. But it's so specific that it just begs the question, why? Why in the first place? It just circles
1: back to this thing we always say every time we do a mystery. It's like, if someone would have just taken the extra step to care, things could have turned out completely different.
0: Like, uh, I just can't even take it. But I guess to this day, the stuff that happened in the Titanic will Will remain
1: remain a a mystery. mystery. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Thank you right. guys so much for watching. Thanks,
0: guys. We love you the most. Yes.
1: And yes. we will see you next week. See you for next week. My case. Yes. Happy cool. Halloween, happy, folks. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>